There's a foundation of deep commitment to the Buddha Dharma that everything that IBS does rests on. And it's palpable. I mean, you really feel it when you walk in here. But this is, um, this is a place dedicated to the Dharma. After 60 years of Buddhist training and education in the United States, the Institute of Buddhist Studies offers a unique and diverse setting for the study of Buddhism today and into the 21st century. The following are highlights from our 2009 open house that showcased our Buddhist chaplaincy and Buddhist studies degree programs. We are, as I was mentioning earlier, Perhaps one of the best kept secrets uh, in Buddhist studies in the United States. Uh, the institute dates from 1949. In 1949, the Buddhist Churches of America had its 50th anniversary. Um, another one of the best kept secrets about Buddhism in the United States is that uh, as a church, the Buddhist Churches of America, the Jodo Shinshu tradition of Pure Land Buddhism in Japan, uh, has been here for well over a century before the beginning of the 20th century, uh, immigrant community invited ministers to come and establish the church at that time. So 1949 was recognized as the official 50th anniversary, and in celebration of that, one of the 50th anniversary projects was to establish what was then called the Buddhist Study Center, uh, located in the Berkeley Buddhist Temple, 20 years after its having been founded in 1949. Uh, it was incorporated as the Institute of Buddhist Studies as, a, as an educational program designed to provide ministerial training mostly, but also to provide general Buddhist studies education uh, to people who were interested. At that point, the, what is now our dormitory on Hay Street was purchased, and the program was, existed there until the mid-80s when another facility was purchased, and at that point, another level of development occurred, and the Institute became an affiliate of the Graduate Theological Union um, and opened a, um, a broader perspective on master's level education uh, in the studies. Theravadan monk 
who teaches the Theravadan teaching. So there's this richness uh, and diversity of Buddhist teachings that are here. Um, the other part of this, which I think is very exciting in terms of the chaplaincy training program, is this diversity extends beyond Buddhism. So in my last class that I taught on Buddhist pastoral care and counseling, we had a student from the Jesuit school, we had a student from uh, the United Church of Christ school, and so the, the development of Buddhist pastoral care within the context of dialogue with the diversity of Buddhist voices and a diversity of non-Buddhist faiths brings us to a kind of questioning about our own positions and how they actually can be articulated and expressed in a way that is going to be a real service in interfaith settings. So what, we, what, what I see, one of the main things that we're doing is we want to provide a place where people can come home to roost who really want this training. You know, people can come in and they can have complete confidence that they can come here and rest in the foundation of the Buddha Dharma that's been here for so long. They can get the training that they need. They can explore what they need to explore. They can have the richness of the GPU and the Sati Center. Um, the three teachers, um, Gil Fronstow, who's a trained in Vipassana and actually has the, the center down in Red City that he's established, as well as Paul Haller, who's a Zen priest, and um, Jennifer Block, who is, I think, the director of hospice care at Zen Hospice. And she's also a chaplain. She's been certified um, in ACPE. And so they've established this training program. And I, I think that what's, what's interesting, I mean, the questions this morning and are really excellent ones, and they really point to where, where the Dharma is right now in terms of coming into this country. You know, it's wonderful for me to be here because it's an incredible center. The work that you're doing is phenomenal. And it, it is a secret, because I had no idea that this center and the work that you've been doing had been in this country for so long. Um, Buddhism is still so new in terms of moving into a new culture, a new country with different values and different um, understandings. So within Buddhist chaplaincy, even though you might be trained within this particular school and have a sound personal background, the fact is that many times you're ministering to people completely outside your faith tradition. So by virtue of being in a, in a country that has a lot of diversity, we, you have to be able to stretch outside of your own viewpoint and boundary to, to serve other people beyond their, their religious tradition. You have to move beyond the languaging of it. But that's like a part of chaplaincy work is to be where people, and Buddhism chaplaincy work is to be where people are suffering. It's sort of like being in a hospital chaplain and saying, oh, I don't want to be around sick people. <laughs> I'm scared of the hospital, so I can't go in there. <laughs> so it's so like when people ask me, well, how can you serve in the military? It's not you're not supporting policy, you're not discussing policy, right or wrong. You're being where people need spiritual resources. You need to be where people are suffering. And you can offer them the antidote for suffering. For me, it's the best teaching. 
Um, again, no chap chapels aren't supposed to proselytize, but we do share our religion, religious teachings, no matter what the faith that we are belong to. So I do see myself as propagating the Dharma in this role as a chaplain. Institute of Buddhist Studies offers a number of degree programs and unique opportunities for study. A fully accredited Master of Arts degree program in Buddhist Studies. A Master of Divinity, which may be used to complete professional chaplaincy requirements. And a number of online distance learning and continuing education programs. So the, the development of Buddhist pastoral care within the context of dialogue with the diversity of Buddhist voices and a diversity of non-Buddhist faiths brings us to a kind of questioning about our own positions and how they actually can be articulated 
and expressed in a way that is going to be a real service in interface settings. And I don't think there's any um, substitute for that kind of on-the-ground wrestling with what does this actually mean to be completely grounded in the Buddhist tradition, to understand how the teachings of emptiness, the teachings of impermanence, the Four Noble Truths, the Eightfold Path, the Bodhisattva Vow, how those actually form a foundation from which we can express interfaith chaplaincy. Because I actually think that uh, the Buddhist teachings are a great gift to developing For more information on these or any of our programs, please visit our website at www.shin-ibs.edu or call area code 510-809-1444.